is the Bronte and Lakey podcast. Welcome to the podcast. All the good bits are in here. A uh, very passionate discussion about what you can bring into the cinema and the unconventional snacks that you gobble on mid-chew. Yes. I like also that within that chat we discovered that there is a way to atone for your sin of bringing in an outside food source. Definitely a common theme. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. I love when you understand a little bit of human psychology a bit deeper Absolutely. and how we work as animals. Speaking of animals, <laughs> um, we weren't monkeys too long ago. Turns out there is a key difference between monkeys and humans. We know when to whip it out. They do not. <laughs> Looking for violent monkey stories? Just got sexual monkey stories. So yeah. Listen to all of that. Speaking of sexual, can Lakey lick it? Not sexual, just, you know, the idea that you like to lick. But, yeah, I don't know, but we do it again this week. Okay. Interesting segue to not make sense for. <laughs> um, and also, take the leap, we spoke to the final potential bride yes. of uh, the experiment, really, and we're going to get one of these to get down on one knee and propose to their potential husbands. Find out. Meet bride number five in the potty. When we were talking about the cinema and mm-hmm. whether it was socially acceptable to take off your shoes and just let those piggies soak on the seat in front. Well, that was a, a study that was done by the reputable source that is Nine Honey, mm. uh, with most Aussies determining that you should keep your shoes on when you go to the movie theatre. There are um, certain rules around that. You probably, small asterisks. Yeah, of course. We, we discussed that, obviously. I've always said the front, the seat in front of you is more like an ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> but also, again, depending on how close... Uh. The other patrons are on that row. But anyway, from that chat, I mentioned just casually that not only does my boyfriend Dylan often partake in the shoes off movie going experience, but a bigger issue I have with him, and we've discussed many times, is he brings in outside food to the cinema. Nice. (laughs) No. One of the great free thinkers of this world. (laughs) He's a clever boy. Think about it. Jesus, Buddha, <laughs> Dill, smart guys. He doesn't like to pay the twelve fifty for a little box of popcorn and the Coke. Mm. He loves to bring in a steaming, hot, spicy chicken burrito from GYG. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which, we've been in so many theatres and just stunk out the whole movie theatre because he is just tucking in to a spicy chicken burrito. So I'm assuming for him, it's not a money thing about spending at the cinema. It's not a stingy thing. It's like he's packing a lunch from home. No, no. He wants to eat what he wants to eat. He's living his best life. Yeah. And you have just a gripe with the smells. I just like... I mean, by then he's already got his feet on the seat in front. (laughs) It's chaos. (laughs) I'm just such a like rule follower. I don't Mm. like to get in trouble. Mm. I I have a real like respect for authority. Mm. And so I imagine the gods of the movie theatre... Do not appreciate people bringing in outside food sources, mm. and so then I'm worried that people in the theatre are like, "Who is that people? Who are those people that brought mm. in a burrito?" Yeah, um, but he loves it. He says it enhances the the theatre going experience. Yeah, it does. I'm a cinema atheist, so I don't believe in cinema gods. Uh, sorry, controversial. Well, <laughs> um, read, read, read some more. I get off on the smuggle. Do you? Yeah. So I'll bring in the most delicate foods. What? Like a chicken and avocado sandwich. <laughs> Well, yeah, one time a chicken and avocado sandwich, and I didn't glad wrap it. Just. I was like, how smooth can I smuggle this oh in? Oh, my goodness. Between my butt cheeks. And... <laughs> no, it's in my pocket. You had a bag, but you just my... chose to use the butt cheeks. <laughs> it was in my pocket. Um, dried prunes, always good fun. 
Okay. I think it was just as a kid because we cinemas was a treat for us. Yeah. And then mum was like, you're not buying any popcorn or no. drink or anything. It was so embarrassing. Like the, the, one day my mum was like, oh, you want to do a birthday movie? Bring some of your friends oh. to the movies? And I'm like, are we going to do the prunes? She's like, <laughs> yes, birthday prunes. I was like, well, no. No, thank you. Because they'll be expecting maxi popcorns and Cokes. Yes. And then I'll become a loser. Oh. Um, but it's just stuck with me. I quite like a little bit of a smuggle. And I'm not a big popcorn boy. Well, look, I don't mind the smuggle. I Let me go on record. Mm. I will bring in my $4 bag of Maltesers rather than paying $8.50. Mm. But that is a, you know, okayed cinema food. It's this unconventional chicken burrito that people know you cannot get at the cinema bar mm, that mm. I'm not okay with. Okay. Well, 131060, unconventional cinema snacks. And we see this as a venue to bring in unconventional snacks. I bet, I bet there's a community of people out there that view this as a, a jamboree. Yeah. And the cinemas know this because the gold class, now look at the gold class. I they're know, they're having menu. a tempest in with salt and pepper calamari because <laughs> they know that we know better than this outdated popcorn and Coke situation. They do. God, they've expanded their menu. So, yeah, what do you like to eat in the cinema that's a bit unconventional? You've got to smuggle it in. 131060, give us a call. The more unconventional, the better. Grunty and Lakey. Adam on 131060. Unconventional cinema snacks. It's definitely a rite of passage. You just got to do it. Yeah. There's no other way. Yeah. I often food? say that. You, a boy can only become a man and a girl can only become a woman when they <laughs> smuggle in something unconventional at the cinema. What are you smuggling in most? So back on the uh, in the apprenticeship days where you can't really afford much, we used to end up going to the Pizza Hut for, uh, All You Can Eat in Kira. Oh, nice. And then you'd uh, put a good old plastic shopping bag in the back of your bag and load up with Whatever type of pizza you so desired, mm-hmm. you stroll on over to the cinemas and you get a um, an apology frozen coke, as we used to call it. Yep. Walk in, kick the feet up, and smash down some pizzas. It was the best thing in the world. Yeah, well, an apology frozen coke, I like what's like a rigid, this. like holy water, to rid yourself <laughs> of your sins. Imagine you, Adam, and Dylan at a cinema. That is yeah. somewhere I would just looking not sheepish, be. like these massive butts, like full of pizza. <laughs> Three frozen cakes, please. Forgive us, Father. Uh, Olivia on 131060, unconventional cinema snacks. Sushi. (laughs) One word, sushi. Sushi. Like just any kind of sushi? Any kind of sushi. I find that sushi is not an offensive smelling food and you can get away with it. It's not loud. It's not like you're crunching down on chips. It's a soft food that you can get away with eating. And it doesn't disturb anyone. I don't know, Olivia. The sm- smell of raw fish permeating a cinema. I don't, I, <laughs> you bought three little <laughs> slices of sushi. There's not going to be someone in the program. Who's got cucumber? To be honest, Bronte, yeah. I'm not leaving the sushi that long that it's like fermenting okay, or like sure. starting to smell. Okay. It's not hanging it from the ceiling like an ambipur. <laughs> Oh, good on you, uh, Olivia. Paige on 131060, unconventional cinema snack. Hi, how are you guys? Yes. We're good. good. What are you smuggling? Good. Um, we, my husband and I have two young kids, so we don't often get to go out. But when we do, we don't have time to fit in dinner and a movie. So mm. we'll do a pre-order at Grill, pick it up, burger and chips in the bag. <laughs> 
sneak it in. We also do an apology coat. And um, and that and Bob's your uncle. That's You're done. so yes. good. There's something you know about it. Buying... It does smell. People do look over and give you a head nod, though. I think yeah. everyone approves. Everyone's think? like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Maybe I'm just everyone being jealous. too... Um, it is one tight. of the more, yeah, but that is one of the more pungent fast foods getting around. Because I can imagine you and your partner deal there. Mm. You just already in a foul mood because he's got his feet up with a burrito. Then you're like, oh, a zen head. Just <laughs> yeah. what I needed. Yeah, it's not a secret one. It's not a secret food to bring in, but wow. it's good. Yeah. It makes the experience. Like, what? honestly, I don't want to dried popcorn and a Coke. Paige, do you bring it in in the grilled bag? You just walk through the cinema with no cares in the world? No. Oh, you're still <laughs> allowed to do that. Okay, sorry. stop you I'm doing learning that. the rules, guys. <laughs> like yeah, the... no, I've got, like, a little brown backpack, and <laughs> or my husband carries, like, a little bag and puts my little blanket over. Okay. And no one knows except for the people inside. Yeah, except for the people You inside. do the switcheroo at the end, and you go back to grilled smuggling in a popcorn <laughs> and Coke. Buy yourself an apology, kombucha. Grunty and Lakey. A bit of monkey business oh. on 131060. So... Um, this is a story and some video that's gone viral. Tourists shocked as monkey breaks into the hotel and starts smoking the vape. That's my vape. That's my vape. Oh, honey, come here. Sarah. It's smoking my vape. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Mm, got a few puffs of the bubblegum <laughs> yum yum. How big is this monkey? Are we talking like it's... a capuchin or are we talking like a... Uh, more of a marmoset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it was a big monkey, like big enough to be like, I wouldn't say that's cute. I'd say get the hell out scary. of my room. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. how calm she was. So it smokes a bit of the vape, goes outside, but then comes back and then starts going uh, oh. for the fruit, I think. It says a monkey on bed, so maybe there's a bit of monkey. I don't know. <laughs> mystery audio here. Have a listen. <laughs> you need to wake up. Hi, little, hey, guy. Hey. Oh, it's, you have a monkey on your bed. Hi, honey. You want, you want the apple? <gasps> what is going on? Yeah, did you hear the the weary woman like is it like like as in it's she's just waking up? That's what there's I a got. monkey on your bed. <laughs> oh, get it off! Give it, it some be, more vape. Be some weird fever dream. You think it was like a sleep paralysis demon? I'd be out of there. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, there's something creepy about monkeys. Even when you go to Bali or Thailand and you're driving in one of those econovans mm. and there's the monkeys on the side of the road and they're looking at you like they know something. Those monkeys have seen some stuff. They've got it sorted. Yeah. By the way. They do. <laughs> they're like they're humans without all the human responsibility. They don't have to work. They get to eat bananas. <laughs> I saw um not in Bali, in uh I went to Zimbabwe and they have also similar monkeys just kind of like hanging around a lot of like the trees at the cafe and they will just come down if you leave your belongings um oh yeah they will just come and take sunglasses your phone your wallet like they are they're cheeky yeah and was this more of a velvet monkey or one of your proboscises <laughs> um monkeys on thirteen ten sixty monkey business i mean what did you see the monkey do yes. monkey magic. Monkey magic. <laughs> what did the monkey do whether you saw it happen or maybe it did it to you, right? Yes, what yes. did it steal? Mm-hmm. What did it do? I remember we went to the Dubbo Zoo. Oh. And there was a whole heap of marmosets Great there. Great zoo. Yeah. And they they intimidated us so much mm. sexually yes. that we had to leave. <laughs> yes. I felt so disgusted. Yes. Actually, you remind me. When I went to, um, there's a zoo out west of New South Wales, like Griffith Wagga area. Oh, I, actually, I think it was that zoo. Yes. Yeah. The monkey. They're Yes. 
they all just look at you and, just, and they all start going for it. Yes. And they just stare and it, it's like, if, I bet every single interaction, every single day is, <laughs> oh, silly. Uh, and then it stops being should funny. We, should we go to the giraffe enclosure at the opposite end of the zoo? Do you have a shower? Yes. I feel dirty. I know exactly the monkey yes. you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was a tad jealous of the monkey we're talking about, but... The stamina was impressive. Yeah. What did the monkey do on 131060? Are we opening up to full primates? Are we going gorilla gossip? Yeah, for sure. Chimp chatter? Orangutan. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good improv. <laughs> do you want me to write a song? <laughs> Baboon babble? All right. I'll have all this to you. Orangutan. Oh, uh, you're breaking up. All right, what did the monkey do? 131060, extended to primates. And can you think of a synonym for talk that begins with O? Bonus points coming your way. Grunty and Lakey. We are talking a little bit of monkey business right now. What'd the monkey do? They're cheeky. They are very cheeky. We've opened it up to primate chat as well. Obviously. Gorilla gossip, chimp chatter, baboon babble. Anything else? Orangutan oratory. Yes. Right click, synonym, it worked wonders. Got it. All right. Um, we, I mean, really, all the calls. I was expecting, like, you know, a tinge of violence overseas. There's, a, there's just a full board of cheeky monkeys, shall yeah, we say. Yeah, um, So if you're on hold right now, just remember, lots of kids in the car. Monkeys, as we've already mentioned, quite cheeky. St- Steve. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous too. What did the monkey do, Steve? Uh, yeah, they used to have a they used to have a zoo at Coolangatta on the Gold Coast many many years ago, and you would walk in the gate, and a monkey would be doing unspeakable things, and then you would go to the cage monkeys, and they would actually poo in their hand and throw it at you, and they were really good shots. Oh well, they would have had a lot yeah, of practice. Yeah, and not only that, went to the toilet there and there was a carpet snake in there. So at 10 years old, that's pretty freaky. Steve, we're not talking snake yeah. stuff right well, now. You're doing so. I thought you'd snake as well. You're going primate, why not reptilian? Yeah, mm. look, that's next week. <laughs> I love that Steve has, like, the best Steve could do is bypass the cheeky stuff and we, we breathe the sigh of relief. We just say, oh, just a monkey was flinging his feces out of the cage. Oh, thank God. We you, did it. We got through one. All right, Michelle. Oh. Can we go two Hi. from two? Hello, Cheeky Monkey. Uh, yeah, I used to live in East Timor and there was a few Cheeky Monkeys around over there. But one little one in particular, he used to sit there and suck on his junk. <laughs> that was his pacifier. His <laughs> to be fair, he slept like a baby. <laughs> Wow. wow, what a bendy monkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, no, it was a very, one side was very longer, much longer than the other. Okay, wow. yeah. Good job, everyone, so far. East Timor monkey. Okay, <laughs> good, good. Producer Claire's got her whistle ready to go. Third and final. Three from three, the Come trifecta. On, Kate. Kate, cheeky monkey. Kate. Uh, Kate. Hello. Hello. What happened? I went to Bali with a family of 14 back in 2016. My daughter was 16. Mm. We went to Ubud to the monkeys and one jumped on a head. 
Um, after a while, we um, the monkey was having way too much fun, and we realised it left some pleasurable droplets in her head. Oh so for the whole God. holiday, she got called Monkey. Yeah. Yep. Come again? <laughs> Naughty monkey business. Naughty monkey business. Oh, that doesn't come out of the hair easily. You're a 16-year-old as well. That would have been just mortifying. Monkey. You know people are like, oh, the only difference is when we evolved, we had opposable thumbs. Like, no, we we evolved and just shut the bedroom door. (laughs) Unbelievable. Grunty and Lakey. Your Alpha Bucks letter for Monday, the 26th of February, will be N for Nelly. Grunty and Lakey. Bronte and Lakey, live from the staff car park underground right now, two levels below, we are doing this. Do you lick a lot of things? I actually do. I was born to lick, actually. The world to me is one big ice cream. (laughs) Can Lakey lick it? Yeah, Can Lakey Lick It, a classic segment where you can get involved at hit.com.au. If you think there is something I will not lick and I do not lick it, you will score a grand cash prize. It is jackpotted to $100 this week, hence because I licked last week a cat-scratching post. And that's why I'm even surprised that we are doing this again, because yes, you've talked a big licking game. When you licked the cat thing last Mm. week, you did seem quite unwell and you were talking about it not settling very well. Yeah, I think that was just a little bit of... First week licking nerves, sure. an almost placebo, if you will. <laughs> I thought some cat hair got to the back of my throat. I felt my adenoids expanding, but yeah. I was actually right as rain the second I left the building that day, coincidentally. Oh, okay, that's interesting. And now we have, a, this is another listener submitted Can Lakey Lick It request. Why are we here? Uh, Chase is his name. Just reading it now. I understand why we're next to my car. He has filled out all the forms and then just, what do you want Lakey to lick? I repeat... I want Lakey to lick his car's tyre rubber or rim. And he has attached a cute little PNG file, which is a image of a car and, in particular, the car tyre. Well, look, I find this helpful. I don't know a lot about cars, so when he asks you to lick the rim, I'm glad now that we know exactly what will be licked. Oh, yeah, that'll easily jackpot. My car, it's known for being an absolute croc of croc. This is not what I expected from you in the car game. It's often the worst car in the car park. Not exaggerating here. The paint job is just falling off. It's missing a, a mirror. Uh, it's a bit... It's like, you know, when your dog reaches a certain age and its eyes get a bit cloudy? That's what's happening with your headlights. It's time to put the car down. <laughs> We're going to have to take it off the back. So, uh, look, I'm happy to, happy to lick the car rim, by the okay, way. Okay, great. Happy to lick the wheel. I guess it's a question of are we going circumference, radius, diameter? Let's face it, we are dealing with a circle. Yeah. Um, Do you know what these three things no. are? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm back in grade 10 maths being like, what, what's that all mean? I'd like to pitch diameter. I'm thinking from the top of the circle right down in a straight line to the bottom of the circle. And so would you be saying you'd be looking from the top from where the metal is of this. Oh, it's so dirty. You've already got dust on your fingers. Oh, my God. So you'll go from here all the way down to here. Oh, yeah, I'll go from rubber to rubber, and rubber. obviously I'll cover the rim in that as well. So. I don't think... Just from touching it and getting that much dirt on my finger, I don't think you should lick this. I don't think Chase should score $100 oh just for typing the sentence, I want Lakey to lick his car's tyre rubber or rim. I'm going to go the driver's side. Yeah, absolutely. There is a law in Queensland, not many people know, if you lick the front right tyre, it's not illegal. So, (laughs) going to go down now. Okay. Um, I'm going to start from the bottom. (laughs) Do you want... Start it from the bottom and now I'll be there. Okay, so he is... I just need to be able to see... Oh, okay, we are starting at the bottom. Okay, all right. 
Damn you, Chase. Yeah. Here we go. You're not winning the $100. No, but you know what? No one is a winner in this game. Oh, my God. He's not even lifting the tongue. Wow, that is that is absolutely fucking mm. tough. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. I hate this segment so much. Why are we doing this? Uh, the teasing says, you need to go to a break before I scrape my tongue. Unlucky, if you've got something you think I won't lick, hit.com.au, register now. No one registers, so this ends. Grunty and Lakey. Affordable custom-made engagement rings and wedding bands. Visit theodoreandco.com. Grunty and Lakey's Take the Leap. Final bride time, final potential bride time. We need to make a decision after we hear from this bride because next Thursday, Feb 29, the traditional day, a woman will be getting down on one knee, proposing to her man, popping the question. Plenty of ladies registering. Yes. There is at least 150 registrations, which means there are 150 ladies out there just waiting. Men, if you're listening, yes, it might be you. Pop down on that knee and propose to your partner unless you are bride number five because you yourself might be doing that. Good morning. Good morning. So how long have you been with your partner for? Uh, going into our fourth year. Cute. I love that we keep learning the voices because the, the, partner, of course. the partner may be listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. I've also been with my <laughs> wife for four years. My wife doesn't expect this sort of stuff from me. No. Um, you are itching to get married. It just it, it hasn't really happened for one reason or another. You've got a baby boy, uh, a handsome baby boy. Yeah. It says here there's some Irish roots in your blood, which oh. is good because I think Feb 29, it's really an Irish tradition, isn't yep. it, about the whole proposing thing. So that could go well, Bride 5. Yes, so my partner's Irish, his grandfather's Irish, and we even named our our child with an Irish name, both first name and last name. Okay, so (laughs) are they aware of this tradition, being Irish? Has it been something that's been joked about? Like, he'd be okay with it? Yeah, 100% would be okay with it. I think he'd actually laugh at the fact that I've done it, that I had the balls to do it. So how do you imagine his reaction would be? You get down on one knee, you pull out the wedding band, thanks to Theodore and co, and he's like, oh, to be sure, to be sure. (laughs) I don't think a partner's a leprechaun. Unless, unless, bride number five. Well, he does have luck tattooed on him. Oh, okay. I take it back. <laughs> but um, he would literally laugh his head off at me first mm-hmm. because we joke around with each other all the time. So I think he would get a laugh at me, but then I think it would be a big yes. Well, why hasn't he taken the leap? Why hasn't he popped the question just yet? Life's been busy? Um, well, life's been busy. I'm a relief teacher for the first two years, so he was supporting me with that, so I couldn't really afford to do it. And then last year got pregnant and had our beautiful baby boy, so that put a, another little spinner in the works. Um, but he has talked about it and said that he wants to do it, but yeah, just constant financial mm. kind of restraints. And like I said, lucky, beautiful boy came along, so. There is a partner out there being like, my my partner's a relief teacher and we have a baby boy. No, I can guarantee he's not listening oh, right now. Oh, well, he should be. <laughs> no, he's busy at the moment. I made sure of it so he wouldn't hear anything. Oh, good. Well, what we are seeing, we're getting a big vibe this week of all the brides we spoke to that, yeah, finances are taken yeah. over, kids are taken over these days before marriage. I think like the old days no, where you no. just get down and it's simple like that. But we want to help out with the rings. So to theodoreandco.com, affordable custom-made engagement rings and wedding bands, visit theodoreandco.com. We'll be providing this lucky potential bride with a wedding band and a two-carat sized radiant 
Solitaire ring in 18k white gold with a half parve band. Yeah, nice. Does that make sense? Who cares? It looks amazing. Mm. Uh, good luck, bride number five. Come Monday, we're deciding which one of these. We've got a lot to think about over the weekend. Yep. Very strong entrance, as always, bride five. And uh, good luck. And we might be talking to you soon. Fingers crossed. Thanks, guys. That was the Bronte and Lakey podcast. Bronte and Lakey.